In today's lesson, I am going to teach you some verbs of emotion. Sometimes they're called emotional verbs, but I am also going to give you some phrases that will help you to describe emotions and feelings that you may have when you are communicating in English. Now, as always, make sure you hang around until the end because I will have several quiz questions at the end of each section of today's lesson. So I hope you're ready to learn and have a good time. So verbs of emotion and phrases are used to describe or reflect a person's state of mind, their feelings, or their perception. So today's lesson is actually going to be beneficial because I am going to teach you these verbs that you can use in everyday language. And uh, we're going to have a good time. And I hope that you enjoy the lesson. So let's get right into it. So one verb that you can use for emotion or a phrase that you can use that will describe your emotion is to tell off, to tell off. Now, when you tell someone off, you're pretty much describing your anger about a person or a situation. So you might say, when she gets home, I am going to give her a piece of my mind and I'm going to tell her off. So when you see her, for whatever reason, you want to express your anger. So you might say, I told him to put gas in my car. I am going to tell him off when I see him. Or you could reverse it if someone is angry at you. You may say, why are you telling me off like that? Why are you expressing your anger? Why are you raising your voice to tell off? To vent. To vent is a verb of emotion or an emotional verb. Sometimes in life, you you need to get your feelings out. Sometimes you need to talk to someone about how you feel about a situation. It can be unhealthy to keep all of your feelings bottled up for a long period of time. And so you need to vent or you need to let all of your emotions out to someone or tell someone how you feel. I, I like to tell young people, it's always good to have someone mature in your life that you can vent to when you have challenges or you have difficult times in life. You don't want to try to handle all of your situations and cares by yourself. You need to have someone that you can vent to. Some parents actually believe that their children will tell them everything. And uh, that's just not how it is. Children are not going to tell their parents everything. And so one thing I would do is I would tell my my children, my sons, hey, if you can't talk to me, 
this is who I prefer you to vent to. This is who I prefer you to get advice from because you may not feel comfortable or desire to talk to me about certain things in your life. I know when I look at my life, I surely did not vent to my parents (laughs) about everything to vent, to blow up, to blow up. Sometimes when we get angry, we blow up. <laughs> we we explode. We we just we we have a temper. We're angry. Our attitude. We we've taken all we can take and we just blow up on someone. I remember when I was working a job that was quite stressful and uh I didn't know how to handle the stress and so when I came home, my wife was the first person and the closest person that I would see on a daily basis, and I would blow up on her. <laughs> I would take all of my frustration out on her. And uh, that was not healthy for our our relationship, and I had to learn that. And I would constantly blow up on her. And so this is a way that you describe when you are just fed up with a person or a situation. You just explode. All of it comes out very quickly and oftentimes harshly to blow up, to lash out. (laughs) Have you ever lashed out on someone and said something that you had no business saying or you regret saying to lash out? Someone may simply ask, could you pass the ketchup? Why do you want the ketchup? <laughs> Get it yourself. You're, you're lashing out. Can you take me to the store? I'm tired of taking you to the store. <laughs> Can I turn the channel? I don't want to turn the channel. You know, you're lashing out. You're just you're just spewing venom on a person because you're going through something in your life. You you lash out. Depressed. Many people are depressed about their life. Many people are depressed about their situation or sometimes people get depressed about the death of someone that they love. And so when a person is depressed, they are to the point to where they are anxious or they have stress and it's usually bottled in. And some people express their depression in various ways. Some people get quiet. Uh, Some people don't want to talk. Uh, Some people do drugs. Some people drink. So depression is expressed in a number of ways. Some people get violent. Uh, But depression is, is when a person's heart is just very, very heavy. Uh, They're sorrowful. And depression can happen to someone that is young or to an adult. And I believe it's a part of life. Some at some point in life, you will get depressed, but it's important to make sure that you don't remain depressed. You don't need to allow depression to overtake you. Timid is a word that describes a person that is shy, someone that is not very bold in how they act or how they present themselves to other. They're bashful. Okay. They're, they're not quick to speak up for themselves. And so you could describe a person 
as being timid, as being someone that is not outspoken. Okay, at some point in your life, you're going to run into someone that is timid. Uh, Oftentimes we we call people that are timid sheltered or we may call them uh, afraid or fearful. Uh, But it can be a number of reasons. Sometimes people just have a timid personality. That's just how they carry themselves. But that does not mean they're not good people. But you can describe a person's emotions or your perspective of a person by being timid or or shy. Withdrawn is another verb that describes a person's emotion or perspective. When a person is withdrawn, they don't want to be bothered. (laughs) They, They don't want anyone to say anything or to do anything to them. They're off to themselves. They, they answer the phone very quickly and they hang up. They, they don't want to talk. They are withdrawn. Uh, they can be in a room with a crowd of people and they'll be off in the corner by themselves. They are with withdrawn. Okay. Now, here's our first pop quiz question. So I've given you about seven or eight verbs that describe emotion and phrasal verbs. Let's see if you can answer this question correctly. Based upon the lesson thus far, what does lash out mean? Okay, so this one is phrased a little bit different. What does it mean to lash out? On someone. Make sure you put your answer down in the comment section and let's see if your description or your answer is correct. On to the next one to consider. So when you consider something, you're thinking about it, you're pondering before you make a decision. So you may have to choose between two different, let's say, types of fruits. And so you have to consider which one you want. You may be buying a vehicle and you have to consider, do I want a car or do I want a truck? You may be interested in two different women and you may consider Do I want to talk to the tall woman or do I want to talk to the short woman? (laughs) So you consider, okay, you're you're making a choice uh, about something or about a situation. And that's just life. You're always going to have options and you have to think before you make certain decisions to frighten, to frighten. To scare. Okay, so if the lights were out in the room and someone were hiding in the closet and you walked into the room, they would frighten you or could frighten you by saying boo or uh, scaring you or oftentimes on social media, on TikTok or sometimes YouTube, you see people doing pranks and it frightens a person or they frighten a person. There's This one particular video on YouTube to where this guy dresses up like a bush 
and people walk by and the bush moves and he frightens people. He startles them. He tries to make people afraid. And that's what it means to to frighten. To disappoint. To disappoint. So you can disappoint someone else or you can disappoint yourself. You can let down someone based upon your choices or based upon your actions or based upon something that happened to you. So you might say the athlete was disappointed that they did not win the game or the parent was disappointed in how their child behaved. Or you might say, uh, I was disappointed that Jay did not stream for three hours. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be disappointed a lot. I, I haven't done a three hour stream before. Or I might say, I was very disappointed that you did not like and subscribe. So disappointment is when you describe a person being let down. To irritate, to irritate. So when you irritate someone, you you frustrate them. Uh, you're getting on a person's nerve. OK, you're 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 pushing them to the edge and they're going to blow up or lash out. So when a person is irritated, uh, they're they're vexed. OK, when my wife pops her ankles, you know, some people pop their knuckles. My wife irritates me so much for some reason she likes to pop her ankles and I just I just lash out at her <laughs> please stop doing that or sometimes when I'm around people especially women I'm sorry that like to pop gum when they chew I mean they're and they're just popping gum that's irritating uh, when I was young, my father used to tell me, uh, don't smack when you eat your food. So I would be at the kitchen table and when I ate my food, I would smack. And that was so irritating to him. It was painful. It bothered him. And so sometimes he would make me leave until I behaved properly or had good table manners. Uh, of course, when I was a child, I didn't see anything wrong with it, but as I got older, I found out that that was not something that you should do at the table. And it's irritating. <laughs> Let me know down in the in the comment section. This would be funny. What is something that irritates you? OK, when my wife pops her ankles, that's irritating. OK, when people spill something or don't clean up after themselves, to me, that's ah, that's irritating. OK, uh, when you help someone, but then they're less likely to help you. <laughs> That's so irritating to bore. So when someone is bored, they're actually not able to concentrate. OK, I hope that my lessons are not boring to you. OK, I, I hope they're not putting you to sleep. So when something is boring, it causes a person to lose interest. There's no enthusiasm. There's a lack of concern. Uh, people get bored in class. There are certain movies that are boring. 
there are certain people that are boring. <laughs> and so this is just a part of people's personality and a part of life. Some things, I'm sorry to say, they're just going to be boring. All right. To confuse is another verb that describes emotion. So when a person is confused, they're perplexed or they're they they lack understanding. OK, that's probably the best way to describe to confuse. They're baffled. They're puzzled about a particular thing. Have you ever seen an elderly person try to operate a smartphone? <laughs> sometimes it can be confusing. All right. Or sometimes there are certain math problems that are confusing. And even at times learning to speak English can be confusing. Okay. It can be complicated. It can be difficult. It, it can be a little perplexed when it comes to learning or grasping how to do a thing. To confuse. To crack up. To make laugh. That's what it means to crack up. To make laugh. Okay. So you might say, you really crack me up, Jay. <laughs> Last week, someone left a comment and they basically expressed how my laughter cracks them up. And uh, I've been hearing that since I was in grade school. For some reason, people think that my laugh is pretty funny. So that's that's just a part of my personality. So to crack up means to laugh or to be or find funny. All right, here's uh, our next pop quiz question, and it's a fill in the blank. So let's see if you can get this correct. I had to blank what job was best for me because it was a difficult choice. So Based on the section that we just did, what verb of emotion would you use to fill in the blank? I had to blank what job was best for me because it was a difficult choice. Let's see if you can get this one correct as well. Okay, our last section for today's lesson to appreciate. So when you appreciate something or someone, you are glad uh, about a particular thing or about a particular person. You are thankful. OK, uh, you show respect. You admire a person. You cherish or treasure what someone has done for you. OK, some people express their appreciation for the lessons. And I am I am grateful. I appreciate you. OK, I think children should appreciate their parents because it takes a lot to raise a child. So you might say to someone, I really appreciate you. 
Or you may say, look, you show me no appreciation. Okay. So remember to appreciate means to value, to cherish or admire. Another verb of emotion or phrasal verb of emotion is to stir up. Now, (laughs) someone that stirs up something, it's not talking about like in a pot or a pan when you're cooking. To stir up actually means to cause problems. So you might say, why are you stirring up trouble? Okay. Why are you talking to me like that? You're getting me stirred up. Okay. So to stir up means to, um, to, to, to call someone to get angry or to get upset. So you may say, she's just stirring up some mess. (laughs) He's just stirring up some trouble. The officer came to the citizen and asked for their ID, but the citizen stirred up trouble and refused to obey the police officer. Stir up. Freak out. So to freak out means to to just not to act sound. Okay, you're freaking me out. Okay. The way you're talking, you're freaking me out. You're scaring me. Okay, you're making me anxious or apprehensive. I'm to the point to where I am concerned about a situation. So, for instance, uh, you might say I was freaking out when I called her three times and got no reply. Okay, I freaked out when my teacher told me I failed her class. Yeah. So I freaked out what I failed. So I was I was getting upset, anxious. Okay, I was afraid of what would happen. And so that is a a phrase that we use here to where we describe um, to where basically we're just about to go crazy. (laughs) Okay, if my son came home crying and bleeding You might say, man, I was freaking out when I saw you. I thought that you were hurt. Okay, I didn't know what happened. You were crying and bleeding. I was freaking out. To tear up, to tear up. Now, this is somewhat self-explanatory. It means to to cry or to begin to cry. My wife and I last week went to see a movie and. It made her tear up and I usually make fun of her. I'm like, are you crying in the movies? (laughs) Now, to be honest, I didn't tell her, but the movie tried to make me tear up, but I didn't. I was strong. I was (laughs) I did not tear up or or cry. And there are some movies that that will do that to you uh, or situations. But it just simply means to uh, express Uh, pain when you tear up or to express sympathy or empathy uh, to to express fear. You begin to to tear up. To doubt. okay. so when you doubt someone, it says that there's some unbelief. okay? I doubt that you're going to get that job. (laughs) I really doubt that 
he's going to say yes. Okay, so you you have uh, some hesitation to believe in something or somebody. There's uncertainty. So you might say, uh, I'm going to do my best, but I doubt it may go the way I think it's going to go. Okay, uncertainty. You know, I really doubt in your ability to do the job. Okay, so to show uncertainty or uh, unsureness. And finally, today, the last verb of emotion is to surprise. So when you surprise, you do something unexpected or something unexpected happens to you to surprise you. You do something that someone is amazed about. Uh, They're stunned. I am so surprised that you watch the entire video. (laughs) I am so surprised that you gave me a hundred dollars for my birthday. Or I was so surprised that you shared my video. I was stunned. I was amazed. Okay. I was startled. That's what it means to be surprised. You're just uh, shocked that something happened, whether it was good or it was bad. I was pulled over, you might say, by the police officer for speeding. And I was surprised that I did not get a ticket. (laughs) Or I was surprised that my taxes were so low this year. Surprised. All right, here's our last pop quiz question for today's lesson. As best as you can, use the emotional verb doubt in a brief sentence. As best as you can, use the emotional verb doubt in a brief sentence. Leave that down in the comments section and let's see your creativity. Well, that's going to do it for today's lesson. I hope you have enjoyed uh, all of the phrasal verbs and verbs of emotion that I have taught you. Be sure to go back and watch today's lesson again to familiarize yourself with some of these common verbs of emotion and phrases and make sure that you practice them as well. Now, if you did not know, I do have a podcast and you can use that as a tool to help you to improve your English. And the link for the podcast is down in the description. I released about three to four episodes each week uh, to help you to improve your English. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Make sure you check out some of my other videos here on the channel. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Jay's Learning School. Be sure to join me on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Watch free English lessons, ask a question, or leave a comment. Just go to my website, jayslearningschool.com, for all of my social media account links. Until next time, have a wonderful day and God bless.